this is incredibly entertaining. It's from 1985. It looks like two or maybe even more Memphis wrestling programs stuck together. Because you've got Jerry Lauder at the head of the program. Then you've got him halfway through the program in a, in a different jumper. Maybe he got changed in the locker room. Thought, I'll put my blue jumper on this time. He doesn't talk like that, obviously. But the reason, or one of the main reasons for this YouTube clip is because it shows the Ultimate Warrior and Sting before they were the Ultimate Warrior and Sting when they were playing Jim Helwig and Steve Borden. And it shows their development really because when they're first out with Lance Russell, I mean they're big guys and Jim's doing most of the talking even though he's standing there like a statue with his with his um, hands folded in front of his genitalia, shall we say. Uh, he's, not, he's not talking with his hands, let's put it that way. He's a, but he looks massive, even without the, um, the bands around the arms or anything. He looks massive. And uh, Steve's not saying anything. They, um, they're bad guys. And they, uh, they start to badmouth um, Phil Hickerson. They want a title shot, and they start to say he's never been inside a gym. And he comes out to remonstrate with them, mentioning, accusing them of steroids in that booty. So, you know, injecting steroids in the buttocks, which is what was allegedly happening. Allegedly. And he said, you know, come on, let's have a, have a fight. Even though they're getting excited, and uh, Helwig wants to fight Dickerson, Hickerson, right now, um, he doesn't move at all. Still got his hands clasped in front of his twig and berries. Yeah, anyway, they do fight. And um, Hickerson's a fighter wrestler, you see. He said, you may be a big guy, but I'm a wrestler. And he starts to get, well, not the better of Helwig, but he starts to do all right. So Steve's in. They hit They hit him. The tag team hit him with a double dump. It's basically lift and then throw down, really. It's a bit sort of Road Warriors type stuff. Steve Kern comes in. Steve Kern. Skinner comes in to save him. He's more than just Skinner. And um, Lawler was at the at the top of this uh, show talking about how, with that little beard he had, you know, it really was. He's got curls in it and all sorts. You know, he must have taken a long time with, with the razors and tweezers and all that kind of stuff. And um, he talks about how he's not been enthused by wrestling recently. Oh, talks about the people he's wrestled recently. They can't be happy with that. He mentions them by name. And then he says that he's more excited now because he'll be teaming with Austin Idol and we had a video package for both of them at the top of the show against the Southern Area Tag Team Champs, Bill Dundee and Dutch Mantel. Yeah, Dutch Mantel. Then later on, Lawler's out in his different jumper. It's a blue one, talking about how he said he was going to become the champion, the heavyweight champion, the NWA champion, in fact, by beating Flair this year and he didn't do that. He mentions a big event and the fans came out. Does it, is it Super Brawl 3 he's talking about? I think it could be. Um, and he didn't quite get it done. Maybe 86 will be his year. This is the thing about Lawler. He does come out and he's honest. He seems very honest. That's really important to the fans. It's one of, his, it's one of, the, one of the reasons why he's so enduring in this way, I think. And then um, we've got uh, Borden and Helwig. You know, the Ultimate Warrior and... And now, 
they've, they've come on a bit because they're in matching trunks, red on white, very nice, and uh, they've got a coach, Buddy Wayne. They're called the Freedom Fighters now. I'm not quite sure that's the right title for them if they are supposed to be bad guys, which they are because they've just broken Phil Hickerson's arm or rather Hellwig has not. He wasn't really involved in it, but Hellwig did with the bell. Bellwig. Anyway, it seems that, that Steve Borden is not involved as much as Jim. Jim's been asked to do quite a lot here. And there's, as they flex, the extraordinary thing is with the, with the crowd, there is a collection of boos, of course, because they're bad guys, and cheers. And Lawler then comes out again, same jumper, and, um, and with Phil, with his arm in a, in a cast, and talks about them both. And it's interesting to see because this is about the time when the bigger guys were becoming something a bit more interesting to fans. So he talks about the Road Warriors, and these are bigger than the Road Warriors. So there is that feeling that crowds like that sort of big muscle guy now. And actually, the crowd throughout this um, compilation, compilation, are really, really up for this. Including the feud from Rick Casey and Dutch Mantel, who, um, it's all about, it's all about who's the real cowboy in the Florida area. <laughs> yes, that's what it's about. So you get um, the match with Rick Casey and Mantel. It's actually fast and tough. And, you know, it, it's, it is a massive um, Mantel power slam. And then we get them again. They, they start, to, it's almost as if they've come out of the ring and then they say, actually, so we have another go. Yeah, go on then. And um, Mantel jumps Casey even before the bell rings. But there's a lovely moment, and I suppose this counts for high flying in 85. You've got Mantel running into the in, into the corner to get Casey, and Casey jumping over him backwards in that in in that corner. Very nice. And then of course Dundee comes in, and this is really good actually. The locker room empties out, but as his tag team partner um, Mantel starts attacking Casey. He uses a whip to keep people out. Tracy Smothers is mentioned, and it, it's really good work, actually. The crowd are really baying for um, Dundee's blood. And then, and Dundee's not finished yet, either. It's very good focus on Dundee and Mantel. I've got multiple feuds. It, it's good. And um, then Coco Beware, or Coco Ware, as he's called at that time, is, is out in a Santa suit, giving out presents for ages. And then out comes Dundee, and um, after Coco Ware has been given, he's, he's done a very good promo about um, how he didn't have much money, and now he's got more money because he's fought Ric Flair. And he said to his to his mother, you know, uh, I can buy you a present. And she said, I don't really want anything for Christmas. I don't really need anything apart from because of all the things he said about us. What you go? I want you to go out. I want you to beat Bill Dundee. And uh, out comes Bill Dundee. You know, I went out and I and I. Cash. I heard him talk about, about money and I went out and I cashed a $25,000 check. He must have won it somewhere. If I remember rightly, I've seen some re- some Memphis wrestling where it was a match, thi- a, ma- a match stip, I think. And he's got a load of cash for people. They're pennies, basically. So he rolls the pennies on the floor to the crowd and then smacks Coco where with, or Coco beware if you like, bird, 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 with the rest of the bag of pennies. 
or sense. And there's a lot of sense in that. Ha 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 ha. And they're all in the bag. It's great. It's really great wrestling entertainment. It's simple and it just looks like it's on fire, the promotion. And you've got Lance Russell in the middle there as the voice of reason, which you need. Brilliant. Very, very well done. And, uh, and I absolutely love it. So, yeah. Do have a look at this on YouTube because all of the Memphis stuff from this period, just great. Is that Jerry Lawler again? Oh, same jumper. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.